Hey, this is Ed the Sock. Did you know that at last count, there were 5 million podcasts with over 75 million episodes between them available in 150 different languages? And of all of that choice, you're listening to the Johnny and Shaner Punk Rock Dadcast. Coming to you from a basement in Brooklyn, Ontario, which is a suburb of Oshawa, Ontario, which is a suburb of Toronto, Ontario. Have you started questioning your choices yet? Hello and welcome. It is January 17th, Season 2, Episode 4. This is the Punk Rock Dadcast. Yeah. We have the usual suspects. I'm Johnny Zero, and Shaner McCauley joins us, hailing from Oshawa, Ontario. Welcome to the Punk Rock Dadcast. We are not exclusive to dads, moms, or those who can or cannot procreate, or choose not to. We're just two dads who love punk. We're here to talk about punk. Local, unlocal, old, new, large and small, no rules, no holds, barred. Being a punk show, listener discretion is fucking advised. Thank you for wasting your time with us. Thank you to Threads of Society for our merch. Email us at punkrockdadcastgmail.com. We may or may not get back to you. I will because this is a, a very special episode. It's the uh, Let's Talk episode. We have some special guests. We do. And uh... why are you guys holding back your laughter? First of all, we've got uh, Natalie Garcia over. <laughs> and my hot wife. Hot nurse wife. Isabel. That's me. Uh, she's in microphone four. She's also a sponsor of the show. She's yeah. my sponsor. She's not doing a very good job today. I'm a nurse. I'm worried about Shane, okay? <laughs> We're uh, all hydrated. worried about <laughs> Why? Shaner. Shaner, can I get eye contact from you for a second, buddy? Hey, hi. I, hey, we're going to do one more water for you. Okay? His, his glasses aren't on. <laughs> I'm just I normally do wear glasses. Thank you. Shaner, okay, you're going to finish that for glass. me, okay? No. Um. So we are recording for... Uh, January 24th is Bell Let's Talk Day. Hashtag Let's Talk. Will's also here. He yeah, just doesn't have will. a mic because we're limited to mics. He's my emotional support bartender for tonight. That's yeah. right. No, but Shader's right. It's an important subject. Let's discuss it. Uh, yeah, let's dive in. Who wants to start? You're the one with the, the book, bud. I always have a book. I mean, I can start. I can go way back to... um. Public school, I mean, I never really uh, hung out with boys. They wanted to play football and shit in the schoolyard, and I always wanted to hang out with the girls. Uh, I, I think my son's kind of following suit. He comes to me and says he wants to be a girl just because uh, he fits in more with the girls, and I always fit. fit. So what's, your, what's your feedback to him on that? My feedback is, um, you know, like, he'll figure it out. You know I mean, what I mean? He's, like, he's four, right? He's, he's got a lot of females around him. Yes. So, in my opinion, like, um, he wants to fit in with the girls. And he he's at this age where he he wants to be a girl. But I think the girls are pushing him out because he's a boy. So he's not included, you know? So he wants to be a girl because he's excluded. That's a tough spot to be in. 
I wonder if it's he wants to be a girl or does he like, you know, the colorful and the pink dresses because they're... I'm about to interject there on the whole pink and being a girl thing. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like the tip stereotypical. Yeah. It sounds like an exclusion thing where I think he wants to be accepted. And, you know, this is like you say he's four, but this is um, I mean, we want to talk mental health. Let's talk about the fact that we all go through inner child issues. And this is going to be a big one for him where it comes to the point of, well, there's exclusivity happening between the boys and the girls. And I think support with understanding um, emotional friendships and kinships and leaving the binary out of it would really benefit your son. So I, I would personally suggest that you look into the fact that we should keep gender out and really push to him to be like, let's just go with people who like you because it's really important that he learns now that he doesn't change himself for other people because this is where a lot of mental health can start with kids. Yeah, exactly. And you know, he loves uh, Johnny and Bella's kids. But, Our uh, girls. That's funny. Well, <laughs> I picked but, him up the other day to drop him off and uh, we, we haven't seen each other in a while and he ran up to me and I put him in the back seat and drove him home. It was like I don't know, a couple blocks away. Yeah. And uh, and I picked him up from the back seat of the truck, and I tried to give him like a big hug and, you know, walk him to the door. And he's just like, "Can you put me down now?" <laughs> yeah. 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 Body yeah. consent. That's like, metal. Cool, man. No problem. When he ran up to me, he dropped his backpack in the snow, oh. ran up to me, give you a big hug and everything. And then when I got him out of the truck, which was like four minutes later, because from your daycare to the house, it's like not that far. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you can put me down now. (laughs) It's like, okay. But I mean, like we go to the trailer park and he loves your girls, uh, Aurora and Evie. Like he loves those two girls and he's always loved the girls. I feel like he thinks he's excluded because he's a boy. So. From them too, because I mean they, uh, yeah. I mean they don't necessarily bathe together, but they sleep in the same room when we go to the no, trailer. No, yeah, I grew up with my cousins that were were boys. Predominantly, I had two female cousins, two male cousins, and my brother and I are thirteen months apart. Get a mom and dad, <laughs> and um, oh. almost Irish. What? <laughs> we're European. It's fine. <laughs> so, I grew up with my brother and hanging out with my brother a lot, and like his buddies and the male cousins and you know what this whole gender thing was never an issue for me i never thought of like oh i couldn't do this because mostly because i could kick all their asses but (laughs) like you know that you gotta make sure it's not being mentioned as much and not only that like i i'm just stressing to you right now because this is what happens later on in relationships where he's saying things like i want to be a girl maybe that's so nothing wrong with that but the fact that he's saying i want to change myself to fit in is the bottom line here and all of us as adults and like everyone listening, you know that fucking relationship Jeez. you were in. So, you so. know that relationship you were in, and you know what I'm talking about. Where you I just changed got a yourself. point on the bingo card. What's oh. on the bingo card? People don't know about the bingo card. Yeah, I know, but so he told he told me a few weeks ago. Uh, we had a a private conversation, and and he took me aside and he said, "Dad, I want to be little again, and I want to crawl back into uh, mummy's tummy." And I want to come back out as a girl. Wow. That's deep. Yeah, it is deep. And I didn't know how to reply to that. But I think it's coming down to all the kids in JK right now. He is making friends with girls. And that's what I have on my list. So 
when I was in public school, all the uh, all the boys were playing football and everything like that, and I really did not like that. I was playing um, what's that clapping game and shit like that. Stella Ella Ola. Stella, yes, exactly. Oh, I, I was gonna say the accordion. No, no, Stella <laughs> Stella Ella Ola. Um, I was hanging out with the girls, and uh, one day my mom. My mom was actually uh, like the lunch guard or whatever you want to call it. She came over because there was like 12 girls piled up on the fence and was like, what's going on here? And she unburied like 12 girls only to see her son. You. Underneath all these 12 girls. I've had that dream. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Were you the boy? Yeah, yeah. Were you the Shane so, or, one of, or one of the girls? I was the lunch guard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, uh, I think Finn's just following in my footsteps. But any stories from you guys? Yeah, no, I'm perfectly mentally stable and I don't have any stories. You're so. a drummer. Uh, bullshit. You're a drummer. Now I have mental issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to give you the mental health issues you don't already have. You, uh, you know what? I'm typecast in Natalie's mind as being a drummer because when we met, no, nope, we don't talk about reason, it. I was a drummer, <laughs> and I was one of those Dave Grohl types where I was like, I don't really want to be a drummer, but I'm a drummer. What? I just told you I'm not a drummer. I, do I need to become a drummer again? <laughs> I was a drummer a long time ago. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I do like to play the drums. It's one of my outlets. It's the best thing to do. You know what? 10 out of 10 recommend getting a, a drum set. Putting it next to your laundry. <laughs> okay, your laundry. Just hear me out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the then, rhythm of the laundry? Not even that. I don't forget to move the laundry from the wash to the dryer. So when I lived at one place. Like yeah. Hour. Yeah, you in college. Reminded me. I have to take See? But <laughs> if, you're, if you move a drum kit, you won't forget. And you're not washing your clothes. It's actually... I think it helps the environment. It's environmentally friendly to Nat- put a drum kit next Natalie, to your washer. Natalie, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. Right? Um, I I do my laundry right away. I set timers on my phone, like in, out, in, out. That doesn't work for people like me because I will go downstairs and play the drums and then I'll find something else to do. No, no, you need it beside the washer and dryer. So when I lived in college, there was a drum kit literally facing the washer and dryer. It was, I learned how to roughly understand drums, allegedly, <laughs> and I would move my laundry. It was fantastic. It was a good time. Good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I, could, I can't do anything for a straight hour. How long is a, how long is a laundry cycle? I don't have... 51 <laughs> minutes. 51 minutes. Can we talk about my bingo card so this makes sense a yes. little bit more? Okay. So we've been informed yeah. that our regular listener over here, Natalie Garcia, has created a bingo card that several of the things that we Sorry. regularly do on the podcast make her want to drink. <laughs> it's not, no, it wasn't to drink. It was literally, I was just playing bingo. I was like, oh, look. You look, were just Johnny just, said a microaggression about Asians again. <laughs> you just happened along a bingo card? Yeah. No, I, I make bingo. I was a teacher, so we used to make bingo cards for things. So that was something I did, and I was like, wow. So if- you have 25, 24 things that, that I do on this pod, that we do on this podcast that... Maybe I'm a musician too, Johnny. I don't <laughs> count to 24. All right. So let's, uh, do you have the, the it's list? It's in the car. 
Oh, I can list off what I have because I did accidentally delete right. it. So on the on the bingo card, we have Shaner says, yeah, more than three times in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So My grandma does my that grandma, sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny yeah. says a microaggression about Asians. That was on there. <laughs> That's only happened two times. Shaner brings podcast. up his ex-girlfriend. Johnny belittles the amount of listeners. <laughs> Not the number. Belittles the popularity of yeah. the, well, of yes. the podcast. Yeah. And um Nikki's my best friend. Bingo. Oh, that's a bingo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shoot, what else do I have on there? Oh, you guys forget what song you were going to play. That's one that happens often. You ask a question and it's never answered. That is also one because you get off topic. Dude, Everyone who listens hammered. to this podcast is just like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Guys, I'm wild and drunk. I had too many bingos already. <laughs> as as the night progresses, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's on the bingo card. You know, too. this is our, it's 10, 18 p.m. This is our outlet. This is, <laughs> we just come down here and have a few drinks and talk about nothing. You know, it would probably be in my benefit to re-listen to some of these so I would understand my play my bingo you know what now you, it's more interactive because you'll have a bingo card and you're gonna be like oh yeah i do <laughs> do that shane's it already is. got too many pieces of paper in front of him you never listen to any of our podcasts um he's on them though anybody I'll... else want to talk about mental health and awareness let's uh take a quick break here and we'll uh play a song <laughs> this one is routine pain by spanish love songs On any given day, I'm a six of ten Bed to desk to bar eyes on the floor Still apologizing for the way I've been Each breath more full of shit than the one before Yeah, I know the negative consumes me Guess I'm alright let the kill pass right through me While my friends are taking dives Off of cliffs and I just worry About the songs I'll never write It don't matter, they don't want to hear me on the other side So let me ruin my guts
another summer in this place. Everyone in this bar is the same. Everywhere I look, it's just routine pain. I'm so sick of treading water. Am I gonna be this down forever? Am I gonna be this dumb forever? Am I gonna be this gone forever? Am I gonna be this numb? And we're back. I really like this girl. So, uh, Natalie, why don't you tell our three or four listeners about your postpartum <laughs> Bingo! He did They're that one on male. purpose. Well, I think we can get into the fact that we were just talking about... So, I had my son during COVID. So, we can really dive into some mental health about oh, COVID. For sure. Yeah. I think we could get into that. Yeah, let's do it. Um... Yeah, well, I think just I give s- the Coles notes because you had a lot, girl. But oh, for my for my, we're not really gonna go and sum it up. Sum Natalie. it up. It took me four and a half months to heal from my child's uh, outage. He he was a sunroof baby. He did not. Uh, it was not a natural birth. So he's hey, sunroof. watch that natural. Word, what's a, what's a sunroof? What's came a out sunroof? of my sunroof. Oh. <laughs> C-section. He's a C-section. Uh, okay. Yeah. So he's not like a hundred percent crotch goblin. It's not exactly Whatever a window. You, say to, <laughs> you don't have the right person on this podcast right now. Honestly. So we have a nurse. Um. Uh, an L and D nurse. A hot nurse. L and D. Hot nurse. Labor and delivery for all the men, all the three, oh four men God. listening. So we were just talking about the fact that you know, four months of healing, my body totally changed from being, uh, you know, an athlete to. Um, Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) Jabba the Hutt. That's where I went. Um, Yeah, so just talking about how, like, you know, community is really important. And I want to talk about the fact that isolation really um, asked a lot of us. So where where did you live when uh, your son was born? I was in the schwa. I was in the dirty, dirty. Um, And, yeah, so my parents were allowed to help because I had to go to a nurse's station to get um, wound. The bandages changed, like, daily. So I was able to see people, but it's also very scary because not only am I seeing people and like infections would happen and then I'm in the ER and then I have like a two week old at home oh. Yeah. and you're putting yourself in a hospital. And it's le- a little legit scary for sure. Um, but uh, it, it took a while to really get my mental health check in order and it was really about building community. And I mean, we were on Zoom, obviously, right? I was also a yeah. teacher at the time. What I think ca- age did you teach Grade six at that? to 12. Okay. Holy. Yeah, it's private school, so it's 6 to 12. 
Um, some of them are in grade 12. Some of them are listening right now and I really don't want you to. (laughs) Do you like the teacher stare though? You like that? You shit yourself a little. It made me laugh a little. (laughs) (laughs) So my whole point here is community is really important. So I want to speak out to those who, it doesn't have to be COVID, but right now you're feeling isolated, you're feeling lost. Take it for someone who lives on a hill by herself in the middle of nowhere in a town only one person I know has ever heard of, which was Shainer. Um, (laughs) So just... uh, I just want to throw out my suggestion is to find your community. So, I mean, these guys, you, you got your punk rock community. We talk about our glory days at the dungeon. I am a musician for the record. And that was a big highlight for me was going every weekend basically to the dungeon by myself because I'd always find someone to hang out with. Me too. I used to drive from St. Catharines to the dungeon. Just to go to the dungeon? By myself. I'm going to, uh, I'm going, oh, I'm actually, I'm actually working the dungeon now. I'm, I'm helping out on their bar. Ah, uh, that's not cool. <sighs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just <clears throat> trying to redirect to this mental health issue because I know it's a big one and I know a lot of these people are struggling, whether you're listening or not. I have my own history with it, but after many years of kind of struggling where I belong, what I want to do with my life. I found nursing and I somehow found myself in an ER during COVID. You can imagine the shit. And um, that's why I think mental health is such a big issue. That's why when I didn't go to bed at 8.30 tonight, which I probably should have, but here I am on my fourth drink. <laughs> Listen, it's such a huge topic. You can talk about it for hours. We're not because we're all hammered. But if you actually were sober and, and talking about the nitty gritty of it, mental health is a massive issue. Many people struggle. Many people want to talk about it, but don't know how. Bottom line is we all have some kind of, um, we're affected by it, whether it's ourselves or our peers or our best friends or our moms or dads, anybody, our partners. And so... It's so important to be able to recognize it, to be able to address it, to talk about it freely. You Becomes know what I mean? taboo. And, and you know what bothers and, and me about that too is that the people will address it, but they're like, oh yeah, I can't afford therapy. But I've seen bar tabs. I've seen Uber receipts. Well, I've seen thing. how many pedals Johnny has. And <laughs> We all try to self-medicate. Yes. We all try to fix it on our own. But unless you're actually talking about it, you're not fixing the problem. Not everybody has that friend to talk to as well. And I mean, I have a friend that is my go-to whenever I'm That's like amazing. Low. And it's literally like she'll pick up and like I'll text her and be like, oh, it's not going well today. And she'll be like, okay, here, I'll call you. Call but to me. know what to say, I honestly was never in nursing school and I did the RPN first and then the RN and not once, UOIT, was I told how to address someone saying I am at risk of harming myself tonight or I don't know how to fix this problem I'm having I'm I'm hearing voices I'm seeing something like that it would be so good to be able to know what to say to someone who's going through a crisis like that was there a time in your life where a song got you through like a mental 100 music is healing yeah and if you want to go total spiritual you can talk about how it's related to the throat and the heart chakra where it helps release a lot of the tension that we hold i started science it is high vibration man 
<laughs> it is. I, there is science behind vibrational energy. So I started playing when I was nine. I got a guitar because my grandmother <laughs> said I had ET fingers as a baby. Oh, ET. I had long fingers. Aww. She's gonna play an instrument. She's gonna play an instrument. She's fully Spanish. <laughs> Did that give you some like Stop. dysmorphia? No, what does is my extra long forearm. Point being, learning how to play got me through a lot. And Shana and I were talking about this earlier today, too, uh, about our, our friend Nick James there. Yeah. Um, Nick who, James, who I haven't bitch. seen since Show 2000. Nick James, bitch. I haven't seen him since 2008, but we still talk to Are this you day. serious? Oh, I know. Yeah. It's, well, I actually popped in my phone today and I sent it to him. I'm like, we have to make a date to hang out. Whether it's with our kids or not, I don't care. We've made music together forever. And then, you know, Shana sends me the song of him playing and... Uh, both of us write really dark music. I am going to play a song later today that I wrote in a cool. time of crisis that isn't that, but that's my only one. That's my like my sometimes why and my vowels. We do like the song. dark songs. Yeah, and we yeah. we we like Nick and I write like you're going to be like, "Are you okay?" If you ever hear any of our songs. Um and then you meet us and I mean our personalities are really bubbly and it, it was our outlet and you know, go on right back to Hotner's wife here, find your outlet. Yeah. You need to find your outlet. You need to find your community. I mean, find me online. I will talk to you. If you are a person who is like, I am not doing well, let's fucking shoot the shit before anything else, man. I'm I'm happy with that. It's Queen of the Hill House. Find me online. I'm very easy to find. You fi do you find it easier to talk to strangers than somebody you know very well? Um, ah. No. No, I, I've learned that I have to... Trust back somebody? To what, no, I don't have to trust anyone. <laughs> Um, no, she, she, like what Shaner was saying about, um, his son and like trying to find that he wants to change himself. I'm not going to change myself. So <laughs> the more authentic I am with somebody, the quicker I can figure out if you're supposed to be in my life or not. Cause you'll be if well, are you looking me up right now? Yes, <laughs> we were, uh, at some point talking about a song that saved you <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a punk rock song. Right now I'm really into a song called Duele. And it's by Bomba Estrella. Estereo, sorry. We're talking about a say star. And it's called Are It Hurts. Are you words? <laughs> I am. They're just not English. <laughs> a song that saved you? Her name's Hotner's Wife. <sighs> Can I be real? Yeah. This is a safe space, right? We're in a it's... safe space here. Absolutely, friend. Nobody make fun of me. No. Not, not to your face, absolutely not. I'm no. going to name a punk rock <laughs> one, and they're still going to make fun of me. So don't worry about no. it. No, <laughs> it's not... It's not the song that saved me. It's oh my God, what is it? It's the person singing it. And it was my husband. It was Johnny. We were not together. We were not dating. How did but this just get so beautiful? But time he sang Give Me Novocaine by Green oh. Day. This man I have loved <laughs> since I was 18. Yeah, Aww. he was 17. Oh, I was 18. Okay, fine. Yeah. Two months apart. Whatever. Is that legal? <laughs> Jeez. Technically. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Friends, I am 37 <laughs> I and I've loved this man since I've been 18. Okay, and what he's a beautiful been story. That song, anytime I hear him singing, but especially that song, it just brings me back to a place that, where I'm like, you know can what? Can you pass me a Kleenex? Oh, I sure can, friend. I'm, I love you. I'm, baby. I'm good. <laughs> he's just always been there. He's been I'm just my best there. friend, and I've always loved him and never been like, I don't know, cool enough to be with him. <laughs> I like Taylor Swift. Yeah, when are you, you having her on the show? You know that whole Taylor. opposite attraction. Rem remember, we had uh, Nick, the pyrotech for I Taylor know, I'm Swift. I'm dying, Shaner. Yeah, I he he was sitting right beside oh, you. Oh, I love Taylor. Anyway.
One day she'll be on the show in my basement. Yeah, I'm sure of it. I, I highly <laughs> doubt it. Will, Will, I know you're not on microphone. Come here, buddy. Will, the in-house bartender? Yeah. Um, 
It's a country song, folks. I know it probably doesn't, you know, like, go over well with the punk rock crowd. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But there's a, a Canadian guy uh, sings the song. Uh, it's about going home because his dad passed away. And that, in numerous occasions, not simply losing somebody, but that is definitely a song for me. That is that it, Tug Your Heartstrings, or is that, like, the song that saved you? Well, it, it just made me think about the the like silver lining on it or whatever you okay. know like yeah. just just recognizing the good feelings in those times of of okay. like despair sorry to disappoint we'll no that's not a dis- that's a beautiful story because you know what finding a song about death and losing someone is very hard and and you're strong enough to find the silver lining in that and that's fantastic i'm a little disappointed it's not hansen but that's fine well Johnny, what we're is going your in a song? circle. We're we're talking about songs here. Yeah, you said Johnny. you had a song we we're gonna make fun of you for. What Green Day song is it? That was uh Good Charlotte. Oh my god, really? Which one? I fucking uh, hate Good Charlotte. Yeah. Oh my god. I support your song that makes you feel safe. Shane, what's a song that uh that saved you in a time of crisis? It's uh No Effects Don't Count on Me. Ooh. So uh this song goes out to my wife. Whenever you're in need or just feeling down, remember that I'm probably on tour in a different town. If you're in a bind or feeling against a wall, please don't make me one of the first people that you call. And I mean this very sincerely. Count on me. I'm just a clown. I'm gonna wind you up. I'm gonna cheer you down. I made the choice to accept what people think of me. I'll be your whipping boy or your friendly effigy. I'll even go down for the count. Don't count on me.
After 30 years, I'm still the new guy. Sometimes guitar ink feels like work. When I feel like Chekhov or Sulu. And Fatty's Captain Kirk. I think he's the punk rock William Shatner. I can see the similarity. His clothes are too tight, he's out of touch and lacks sensitivity. Don't look at me like you're in shock. Smelly is our red shirt. He sure ain't Mr. Spock. And Melvin is a Klingon. Look, they got the same shake face. And I'm sorry to tell you, Hefe, but in the future, there's still no I shared with you was just cranking baby powder just like Koki the Clown I'm gonna wind you up I'm gonna cheer you down cause this is what I consider fun making you think the song was already done so don't count on me alright we're back this is a very topical conversation about uh, about mental health, and we don't really necessarily dive into too many issues here, which uh, is just another one of those let's talk kind of uh, days. Yeah, I How still... comfortable are you talking about mental health, Johnny? Just curious. Six out of ten. Six out of ten? Do you think it has to do with a lot of like the culture and like the day and age that we grew up in? I know that a lot of males have a harder time statistically speaking about it so i was just curious what your experience is i am my father's son for me i have no problem opening up um i'm always looking for female friends but uh like i said you want to play some of the uh posts that people sent for mental health day hey it's shana here from the johnny and shana punk rock podcast i'm sitting here with my mom and we are talking mental health and my mom has a story from many years ago. Hi guys. Um, many, many moons ago when I was in high school, I helped kids who were suffering from any kind of mental stress, mental disability. Uh, the best thing to do is to find a friend, a teacher, a clergyman, anybody that you can think of, and they will talk to you. It doesn't have to be your mom and dad. There's lots of phone numbers, which I'm sure Shane and Johnny are going to list. So please call for help. Help is out there for you. Hey, buddy, here's a one minute voice clip. Uh, you might have seen over the years, I do a fundraiser for an organization called Jack.org. You might want to check them out. They do a lot of good work. I uh, do the support that I do for them for the eighth year now in 2024 after losing my cousin Kevin to suicide and then in 2019 my father as well along with many many other people I've known. It's a great organization that does uh, youth empowerment, uh, getaways, seminars, sessions, uh, enables guest speakers to go and speak to youth about normalizing the struggle against mental health and just trying to raise the profile of the issue as it is here in Canada with you know mental health being the number one reason that young men die over things like car accidents or alcoholism and stuff like that not that those things aren't also important but it's a really big issue and uh, it's a really great organization check out be there.org there's actually a certificate training you can do that helps people to get 
wise on how to talk about uh, mental health and support the people around them. Check it out. Hey there, Galen Cramsey here. Just uh, have a little message regarding, you know, how to take care of yourself during these cold winter months and how I've always, since going to, uh, you know, talk therapy, managed to um, find a way to to be kind to myself. And that's just like fundamentally the remembering that it's okay not to be okay. And when I say that, I mean like it's okay to find that, you know, when you check in, in your, with yourself, you're like, wow, I'm really fucking sad or wow, I'm really feeling down. Like having those feelings and being sad is a very normal part of life. It is totally part of the human experience. And it is it is so normal to feel that way. And one of the ways that we get caught in this closed loop feedback loop thing with depression and like seasonal depression and stuff is, is, is we don't let ourselves just have that moment to feel sad. So let yourself feel sad. Be kind to yourself. Allow yourself to feel those feelings. And just remember, you're going to be okay. Take one day at a time and things will always change for the better. And, you know, then they'll change for the worse. But fundamentally, just don't get bogged down and beating yourself up for having bad days and feeling sad. All right. Ciao. So I saw that tonight's podcast is on mental health. That's a good topic because that's what I'm dealing with now. I can say that it just started out with mild anxiety. Uh, being a man, don't talk about your problems. Don't cry about your problems. And I just let that all fester until mild anxiety turned into a full-on nervous breakdown. When I did finally reach out and go to the hospital, um, you get put through this system where they say that they're going to help you and all these people are going to contact you. Um, and there is people out there that want to help you. The problem is, is all the red tape with the government and whether there's not another enough healthcare professionals out there to treat everyone or the government doesn't cover 90% of it under OHIP, which is very hard for people that are under financial constraints. In terms of a positive message, all I can say is if anyone's go through it, just don't give up and don't make any decisions that are permanent and that you cannot take back because there is people out there that love you and care about you even if you don't realize it all it takes is even a conversation with a random stranger and you'll see that people truly want you to be better and to reach your full potential in life even the happiest people have the most darkest, painful feelings of worthlessness due to bullying, abusive relationships, and trauma. There is absolutely always a way out of those feelings. Never be afraid to stand up for yourself. Never be afraid to reach out to a friend or family member you can trust. And you are not alone in this world. You are held, you are supported, and you are loved. And nothing can stop you. No one can put out your flame. A lot of people maintain a sunny disposition when they're struggling inside. Um, whether it's to the degree of wanting to not live anymore and not... It's hard because when you're struggling on that level, you feel very alone. I mean, you know that people out there share your struggle, but you're unaware of just how many people in your circle, how many people in your life share that same type of struggle because they too are putting on a happy face because they too 
are having that sunny disposition and masking what's really going on inside. It wasn't until my late 30s that I came to understand what it's like to wish to be dead, to understand what it's like to even have that sort of thought. And it scared me, not because I thought I was going to do anything, but it scared me because I'd never had that thought before. And I remember thinking, this is what it's like. And honestly, very few people who interacted with me would have been able to tell because I was so good at still playing the part of me and what people expected of me and what people expected me to be. It could be anyone, any race, any gender, any age. We don't know what people are wrestling with. Most people are fighting battles we know nothing about or we only see the surface of. We need to just have compassion for each other. We need kindness. If you or someone you know are feeling close to that edge yourself, please reach out to somebody. Get some help, get some support. Let your family and friends know. And if they panic because they don't know what to do, tell them. Tell them what you need from them. Because most of the time, people who love you want to be there for you, they just don't know how. I'm an educational assistant. I work with trauma-based children and kids with special needs. And second opinions always help too. Um, why I say that is because I've heard stories of like, well, I went to a teacher once and you know, it was a negative experience or something. Yeah, well, some teachers are having some of their own issues. So definitely seek out other opinions as well. But yes, please find a friend. And you know what? This song really uh, hits me with my mom. And if you don't mind, I just play this. I don't mind at all. All right. I encourage it. You all know it. Block out thoughts of you so I don't lose my head They're crawling like a cockroach Leaving babies in my bed Dropping little reels of tape To remind me that I'm alone Playing movies in my head That make a porno feel like home There's a burning in my pride And a nervous bleeding in my brain An ounce of peace is all I want for you Will you never call again? And will you never say that you loved me Just to put it in my face And will you never try to reach me It is I that want to save me today that you helped me with the one thing that always tore us apart is the one thing i won't touch again in my sick way i want to thank you for holding my head up late at night while i was busy waging wars on myself you were trying to stop the fight you never doubted my warped opinions on things like suicidal hate you made me compliment myself when it was way too hard to take so i'll drive so far away that I never cross your mind and do whatever it takes in your heart to leave me behind. Hate me today. Hate me. 
me for all the things I didn't do for you. Hate me in ways Yeah, ways hard to swallow Hate me so you can finally See what's good for you It made me, it made me think singer. of that P.O.D. Uh, Youth of the Nation song. That's a good one for this, too. Oh, yeah. You know, I had my grade 11s uh, during exam time. We would spend the last two weeks writing emo songs. Everyone had to write one line of an emo song. Oh, yeah. And then we would put, like, some emo tracks to it. And I'll never forget one class. Like, I busted a gut for a solid 20 minutes because the last line of the song was Karen took the kids. Jesus Christ, how old are you? How, I told you I'm 75. You know... I am. I'm probably, just vegan. Probably amongst <laughs> amongst my most favorite um, solace songs, a song that really calms me down when I'm trying to... when I'm feeling stressed is... Um, it's by uh, Limp Biscuit Break Stuff. <laughs> I, um, I would it's love to get together with days. people and make solid eye contact with someone and read Limp Bizkit lyrics like poetry <laughs> and see who laughs first. Could you imagine? Oh, we could do this with video and this would be great. Okay. <laughs> Will's very excited about this idea. Uh, anyone thinking about suicide, just call 988. Please call. You are important and it may not feel that way and maybe words aren't, aren't hitting you as hard as... They should be, but my friends, I want you here. And I'm pretty fucking cool. So, please stay. Yes. Sometimes these hotlines, they don't really understand your life. They don't know what you've been through, so sometimes it does take a best friend. And if you don't have one, that's that's not the end all. That it, means you gotta isn't. go and find one. And they're out there. I promise you they're out there. They are out there. And you know what? Maybe, maybe an AI girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, I just made best friends with Hotner's wife. And that's going great, right? I'm 38. Hey. And I just made a new friend. So I want to talk about uh, anyone who wants to donate. I did... Uh, Sorry, I yawned um, while I was hearing that. For my birthday, you know how Facebook does, like, you know, you can yeah. do donations? I did uh, Cam H. And I raised 500 bucks for Cam Yes. H. Nice work, Shana. Yeah. Um, it's, uh... That's the Canadian Association of Mental Health. And you know what? If you don't yeah. have money, you have time, and you can volunteer um, on a hotline. And if you don't know what to say, just being there, I highly suggest, as someone who listens to a lot of teens that have issues, you just tell them, like, your words are important because your words are important. Yeah. And I hear you. It's the first step. Make, make someone feel like, you know, because there's people, too, I'm sure, out there that don't have uh, a lot of mental health issues that have friends with mental health issues, and they're like, I don't know what to say at this time. Your words are important, and I'm here for you. Well, how can I help? Yeah, and and I went through Cam H because I talked to you about Pinewood. Yeah. Right, but I I did a uh, phone call therapy through. Uh, it was part of Cam H for uh, anxiety and stress, but then eventually they had to cut me loose because my my time expired. And you raise money for them, and it's helping other people so that maybe time yeah. doesn't have to expire as fast. So that's awesome. Yeah, but I still want to help other people. And 
And that's why I started this uh, prep back in October. There are 37 speakers in this room. Yes, I know. And whenever I'm feeling a little down, I throw on Danny Elfman's 1993 uh, Batman soundtrack. Yes. And I put my hood on. Yeah. <laughs> and I just get all dark. Get all dark night on <laughs> just us? Just let myself feel it. Hey, we all, we all have our downers. We all need help. And uh... Shaner checks the emails, friends. Like, even if you don't even know what to say, or you're like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. It doesn't matter. We're all here for each other. Absolutely. There's no shame in the game. Like I said, I gave my socials out, and I, I genuinely mean it. Reach out. Absolutely. You got at least one new follower today. I did. My wife? <laughs> no, well, <laughs> immediately, like, was on his phone. Oh. <laughs> so let's throw it over to uh, Nick from Accident Prone. Yes, he's the best. He, uh, he, had, he had some words to say tonight. Mental health is an interesting topic. Because it's one of those things that everything looks good on the surface. You know, you don't really know what's going on in someone's head. And like, for me, I've been in some pretty dark places <laughs> because you don't write the way I do without having that side there. I mean, many that know me wouldn't actually know that, you know, there was a time when I just wouldn't really care if I actually woke up. You know, not that I was looking to, you know, off myself. It's just that feeling of just not existing. Like, never have been here. What would my life around me be like if, you know, like I just didn't exist. Just one day just didn't wake up, you know. And, like, it was pretty dark, you know, and I don't think many people even question it because, you know, that nobody checks in on their friends. Your friends are your friends, even though everybody says you should just check in and see how people are doing, you know, even your neighbors. Do you have neighbors that live by themselves? <laughs> you know, knock on the door, say, hey, how's it going? You know, just check on people. <laughs> Because it's always the people that you least expect that will need that boost, that smile, you know, that friendly handshake or just anything, you know. Even if, like, something as simple as, you know how they have, like, pay it forward. Like, people do things all the time at, like, Tim's. You know, you pay for the meal behind you or whatever. You don't really know what that person's going through behind you. But that little gesture can brighten someone's day. Or if you're at... I don't know, the grocery store, and you see the grouchy-looking cashier, you know, crusty, just crusty, doesn't really want to do her job, doesn't want to be there, you know, just doing the bare minimum to interact. Try for a smile, you know? Try to see that she's doing better, because basically anything can help. Kind words from so my friend. So that kills me as someone who's been friends with Nick for 24 years. Yeah. And I can honestly say I've never checked in with him, and that, like, crushes me oh, to hear. Yeah. Like, genuine, because, like Nick said, That's and I've mentioned yeah. before, we write dark music, yeah. but, like, together, and you know what? I'm sure it was us hanging out and our laughs and our inside jokes that probably did do well, but, like, like I'm checking in, buddy. I'm going to be checking in. 
And I'm yeah. sure he's all good. And I know, like, you know, but he said you just never know. And it's funny because <clears throat> we had a speaker come in at our school. And I'm bringing my student in through the front doors, and I see this guy. And he can't get in the school because he doesn't have an access key. I can't just let anyone in. But then he was, like, kind of buzzed in and, like, yeah. held the door open. And he kind of gave this, like, oh, Batman, look. As he turned around, and I was like, oh, who's this guy, right? He ended up being a motivational speaker for our kids. And he was some guy that was, like, shot twice and something barb he has he is batman he is batman yeah his yeah. parents weren't shot but he went through like a dark time and and talks about mental health as well um to these students and it's interesting where it's just like huh this guy just holds the door you have an initial thought about someone who's like this guy's just been through hell and back yeah you just never know so it's true about that cashier for all we know she's struggling because she doesn't pick right. up shifts right to, like, everybody yeah food yeah food on the table for her you know family. nothing yeah. about you know yeah, man. You exactly know. anyone you see in light in line at the grocery store who could be pissed off like you don't know what their day's been like it's like kids at school too we're like oh that person's being an asshole i'm like perspective you're on the highway your parents are yeah. driving someone cuts you off what do you think about that person that cuts you off on the highway yeah. like, well they're an asshole and they're speeding i'm like do you see the kid bleeding in the back seat yeah right you don't know what's happening exactly is it a story or is it facts uh do you guys want to hear uh nick's follow-up song Nick suggested a song is what you're saying? No, it's actually Nick's song. You can see the darker side of Nick. Let's let's roll. This can't be right. No, this can't be right. 
it's not like a planned suicide It's just a tale of how I might have died Another Piece of Me Dies by Project Deviation. Yeah, we're back. All right. So, you know, I've been working on this since October because I knew it was coming up this time of year. Um, but I was talking to Cohn from Sum 41, and he really wanted to uh, piece together something to say, but he's on the road right now. But he did send me a song to play tonight. And it is My Direction by Sum 41. Nice. And it's about suicide. So this is My Direction by Sum 41. Perfection is my direction. Oh, my God. 
that was My Direction by Sum 41. I've never heard that song before until today. No? <laughs> no kidding. They are uh, wrapping up their final tour right now. Don't mansplain Sum 41 to me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I know. I'm also going to play a song. You get warmed up. Well, uh, well, well, we're we're gonna do one for our. And we're gonna do and, one what? And I'm gonna she, add the word to the bingo list. Go she, on. yeah, okay, do that. Uh, she wanted to do one request for tonight. Oh, okay. So uh, right now, hi, this is the friend Nick from Accident Prone and Project Deviation, and this is Crawling by Dream State.
was a great version. Oh my god. Why don't you uh, introduce the song that you'd like to play for us? So this song is called Needs Work because I couldn't find a title track for it. Oh my God, Will just made me the most pretty drink ever. So um, yeah, it was called Needs Work and then we realized that the song kind of works. I wrote this song when my grandmother was passing who um, was very near and dear to me and had a conversation with a good friend of mine who is a director. Um, and I was doing music for, he was directing a Robert Munch book and I did some music for him. And we had a good chat and this song kind of came out from all of that. And it is like the one positive feel good song that I have. Uh, and again, the guitar is very rough because I don't think I wrote the guitar part for it. So yeah, that's the song I'm going to play. It's called Needs Work. Needs Work by Natalie Garcia. And possibly Nick James. <laughs> fantastic very good i'm gonna have to get those uh lyrics so that we can figure out what all that um yeah the lyrics are are, are very strong uh, and i feel like there's a little takeaway for everybody on those lyrics and that's why i like to share my music especially that song that song is definitely to pull you out of a bad place um, yeah I like songs like that where the lyrics can be interpreted in different ways i actually have one song too uh that i wrote with with the hydra that the first letter of every word in the song spells a message that's what this studio is called what's the hydra here down here in the basement oh dude i live far away in the middle of nowhere i'm gonna be in at like two and i gotta be at work at like 10. oh damn you too eh let's end this with one last song and i think everyone will like it 
me. I'm Numbers helped me find the help I needed. 988, Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Call, text, or chat 24-7. It's Shaner here. This is obviously recorded after our podcast, but after we recorded our show, two days later on the Friday, uh, I woke up and uh, my in-laws were here, which I knew they were coming over. You know, mother-in-law, father-in-law, and... uh, my wife came upstairs to the office where I work and sleep, and she asked me to come downstairs to talk. I said, why can't we talk right here? And she basically said, well, because uh, my dad is downstairs as well, and we'd all like to talk to you. So I was like, all right, well, give me a minute here, and uh, I'll come downstairs. So I came downstairs, and my neighbors are there too, and so I sit on the couch, and it's like a full circle. It's an intervention uh, for me and my my mental health and alcohol abuse, everything like that. So um, basically we chatted for 45 minutes and they're all worried about me with my alcohol abuse. And uh, they know I drink because of my mental health and, and depression and anxiety and stress, everything like that. And, uh, you know, they say I haven't been, been myself in the last few years. They're really worried about me and, um, you know, I appreciate them and I love them very much for uh, actually uh, supporting me and, and being there for me. Since then, I've reached out to uh, people like Melissa, Natalie, who we had on this episode right now, actually. Um, I've reached out to, of course, Johnny, our host, Will, our in-house server, lots of people, lots of friends. Um Bingo, my ex-girlfriend. Um, they've all been very, very supportive. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go through with this. A 28-day program uh, just north of here, just north of Oshawa. And um, I'm going to show you guys um, how support and um, a group like this and a program like this will actually make you better. This is going to be our last podcast posting for... 28 days until I get back and when I get back I will fill you guys all in and um, I hope you guys uh, can all find loved ones and and people who support you Um, just reach out reach out I mean I was reaching out Um, I'm thankful for my wife even though she she's been hating me but she's been wanting me to um, fix my life and I think she's the one who organized all this she just really wants to see a better me, and so does my family. Um, so I am thankful for all of them, and I'm thankful for, for all my friends. Um, even friends I've reached out to who, who didn't even have a clue what was going on, because I've never really reached out to them about what's going on. So um, you got to reach out to people. you gotta, you got to keep in touch and let them know what's going on with your life. So uh, we will be back in, in four weeks or so, maybe five weeks by the time I get my shit together and I hope to be uh, energized, sober, stress-free. I'll let you know how things go and uh, I hope 
anyone else with these problems can reach out to somebody and, and reach out to a program or counselors. I'm going to be going through lots of therapy and, and counselors as well. So I hope anyone else going through this can do the same. I mean, it's 2024. Let's, uh, let's kick this off right. Let's, let's fix ourselves. Let's not, uh, let's not screw this year up. All right. I love you guys all. And thank you for listening.